0: Bye.
1: room is at the joe organ podcast
0: coltrane is at his mama's crib <laughs> good for him good for
1: him you see uh we're alive by the way we can just kind of start going whenever hey did you know um did what? you see that uh kanye west was on the joe organ podcast
0: no i didn't how what? did that how did that what an that absolute
1: guy? shit show i didn't even i couldn't watch all of it because it was like uh, for the for the 30 to 40 minutes that i watched that episode Kanye just didn't stop talking. Joe was like barely asking him questions and Kanye just kept talking about how it was in God's plan for him to run for president. He's still technically, according to Kanye, running for president in 2020. Wait, what? I don't know. He's just talking about how he's he wants to be president of the free world. He wants dude, to be the leader of the free world. Dude. Yeah.
0: Your boy Kanye needs some help. Like,
1: like bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That dude's like, it's like... <sighs> And by the way, you, you know,
1: can you can now... The, the, so the whole value of this is you can move this yeah. however you'd like you it know, to be.
0: You know who did a really... You know who... <laughs> of all the people to summarize the way that I feel Kanye needs to feel <laughs> is uh, Justin Bieber said in his song uh, Lonely, like, what, what would you do if you had it all and no one to call? And I feel like Kanye's got, like, no one that he can call that's going to give him sound advice. Right. You know, like, Justin Bieber is, like manifesting the advice into the universe that Kanye needs and he's just not getting it because it's coming from like a mid-20s white kid right like (laughs) like, even though Kanye in his mid-20s dressed like a white kid and would constantly get poked at for it he can't take the advice now from a tattooed you know R&B singing mid-20s white kid right (laughs) but like he, that's how he is, though, man. He's always been that way. I will never forget when he was like on Dave Chappelle show. Like, they tell the story about him. He picks up his phone. He's like, Hi. No, I'm not Dave Chappelle show because I do dope shit and my life's dope. And he hung up the phone on the <laughs> person. It's like, That's if that was my friend, I'd be like, I don't know if we're friends, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he just tells me about the dope shit and then like goes on these rants about, you know, how he needs to be president. Like,
1: Well, he even said that uh, when he first announced it in like 2015, this was like he he went back all the way to 2015 during the MTV uh, Music Awards where he was supposed to rap. He was supposed to just perform. And instead, he decided that this was the time that instead of being the performer, he was going to tell a tell the story of how he was going to be the leader of the free world. Did he say that? Yeah. In 2015? Oh, yeah. Apparently, See, that's when it happened. Yeah.
0: I got like someone who has more authority than me on a national level needs to pay more attention to Kanye because I don't want to pay attention to this stuff. You and know, I like won't. I just, yeah. yeah the only
1: reason I know this is because I'm, he told this story. And he was on, on Joe on Rogan. Joe Rogan. Did yeah. you listen to the whole thing? No, like I said, I I only probably got 40 minutes in and I was like, all right, Kanye, that's enough of you.
0: Was it? Yeah. Was it like, so it was a bunch of Kanye talking and then Joe Rogan like trying to ask him about DMT or like. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it was.
1: Well, Joe. So (laughs) that's still the
0: thing. Like Joe Rogan is still like just trying to get people to talk about drugs and like eating animals
1: that they've killed and stuff. For sure. Like that's his whole. That's his favorite thing. Those are a few of his favorite things.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like (laughs) Joe Rogan's podcast is going to turn into like a man versus wild show where they just like drop acid and run after deer after a while like right that's, that's gonna be their thing
1: <laughs> yeah i mean i feel like joe rogan could kill a deer though <laughs> like with his bare fucking hands probably yeah did
0: you see yeah. that video he uploaded on instagram of just him kicking
1: yeah his legs are like guns dude yeah dude yeah wow. dude, the sound of his leg hitting the pad why
0: is he not in ufc like i i keep asking i cut here's the question i come back to like i get it you have the most successful podcast in the world but you're like
1: you're training for UFC but not being in UFC? <laughs> like Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, um yeah, he <laughs> well, so he is uh he is a martial artist. Yeah. And uh you know that he um is a commentator for UFC. Yeah, of course. Of course. He always so Why has doesn't it. he why doesn't he probably because he knows that it'll destroy him. I mean he he's he's in his fifties. Yeah. So Well I think also
0: like yeah, but like at what point is that ego gonna like take over? You know, like what? Where he's like, I'm fine. At what point is that ego gonna get enough fingers on the uh the steering wheel of the Joe Rogan mobile and like careen him into the octagon against like a retired UFC fighter? I I just I feel like it's gotta happen because he's constantly showing these things. He's like, this this is the thing that I can do, and it's for combat. And then he's not like
1: engaging in combat but you and know, it's making him real red in the face <laughs> i mean you're just I, maybe you're just projecting i don't know because like you're also th- i mean that's what you do right like you're you love martial arts for the skill for the um the kind of uh, what's the word god damn it. the art uh, yeah i <laughs> oh, <laughs> like shit. the art part of the martial art. arts yeah
0: right um I well, <laughs> all right, so that's a that's a loaded question, but for me, I just start I love combat sports. yeah, I love them. I, I was a wrestler um for a long time and then I continued wrestling. I took a long break from them. I'm kind of schiz- like I'm I'm internally conflicted about, my participation in combat sports because it's recreational for me, right. it's educational for me, it's communal, right? Yeah, there are all those aspects friends, to you're... it. Yeah. I have no desire to be a gold medalist on a podium when it comes to combat sports. I I don't have like I don't dream of myself conquering people. Right? Right. But I do I do enjoy like one of my favorite techniques in judo. I love G Mays. G Mays are chokeholds. Like okay. and everybody that I play judo with at this point, we were like, here's a little side story on the side story is like we have a ton of people coming to Fridays now for judo. And that's like Is that's, there something special about Fridays? Uh Usually, that's the night that like the guys who are really into it are there. Like, it's it's been it's become like a pretty cool group of myself, uh, this guy Marco from Italy, who's really well trained, Harrison, who's a black belt, uh, his dad Mark, um, this guy Kevin uh, McNavich is there. We've got like some green belts, some brown belts, like, we've got some people who are really good and well practiced in judo and so now people are like starting to look forward to fridays which is a weird night to look forward to judo like we're taking people away from whatever their friday night plans are and at 7 30 to 9 we're like kicking the crap out
1: of each other well it's also the middle of you know 2020 you're not exactly you're probably not trying to go i mean to the I, hope bar. I hope you're not. <laughs> Right. Some people are. <laughs> <laughs> some some people
0: are. Some people are, man.
1: That is what it is. Um.
0: But yeah, no, I, I like... When it comes to Joe Rogan, I feel like Joe Rogan is... He's very opinionated. And he forms these really strong opinions about things. And then he puts himself out there in a way that makes it seem like he wants to dominate something. And then I don't see him doing it. And so I end up thinking to myself, like, are you unfulfilled in that realm? Because he like, like, is, there's a lot of this, like, like, Oh, you've got to be, you've got to be a manly man eating meat, fighting people. Like,
1: I don't think know. he's like that. And I, I, I don't know him through a hole in the wall. I only know him through a hole in the in the internet.
0: But, I'm only speaking to what I've heard.
1: So, I for a while him say. for a, right for, for a while I listened to the Joe Rogan podcast pretty regularly. I have fallen off because I have I have some opinions about about him as well and I I also realized that um, his intention of bringing in people from all spectrums um is I think well again well intentioned right mm-hmm. I think it's a I think it's a good thing yeah um, he gives a lot of different people a platform mm-hmm. but he's not uh, he's not a journalist he he's not a, he's not a professional interviewing as, as much as he's done 1500 interviews yeah. on his podcast yeah. he's only in the last few years realized that his his podcasts have weight behind them now yeah and that he needs to properly push back on people when mm. they when he knows that they're saying stuff that is either untrue or he wants them to elaborate on things or yeah. he should press them on things yeah. and that's on both sides he's had extremely conservative people on that say certain things that may or may not be true and he maybe just I would almost say and this is almost entirely opposite to what to what you were saying contrary is that he's actually he, he has his own opinions. Mm-hmm. They're not super well-formed, and they're not like very hard. He's a very flexibly-minded person. Oh. He will flex and kind of go, oh, that's interesting, I never thought about it that way, which was the good thing about his podcast, uh-huh. was that it was very open-minded. Okay. But that means he's also saying that same kind of thing to people who don't deserve that.
0: Okay. Uh, let, me, let me do this, then. Let me be very responsible mm-hmm. in this moment and backtrack. Okay. And say... The version of Joe Rogan's podcast and Joe Rogan that has been presented to me is from people who are avid listeners, viewers, mm-hmm. who are showing me clips that are typically tom- or, uh, titled Joe Rogan Dominates blank, blank, blank. Joe Rogan desto- <laughs> destroys, this, destroys this, this, this. Yeah. You know, like, and the language behind it paints this picture of him as that person. Mm. And so maybe there's a crafting of his own image and narrative that's being made like subtextually that he's not intending that's coming yeah. across to me. It's like um to to tie this to something we both listened to recently, Lisa Far and James Hoffman talked. Yeah. And James Hoffman learned from his Speaking and having a, a huge impact, James Hoffman, you know, the when we think of him, he's almost like a monolithic character of coffee influence, right? Yes. He, is, he is a coffee influencer, whether or not that was his intended purpose in talking about coffee. And I
1: don't think it was.
0: No, I don't think so either Yeah, because he's super polite and you could tell like he means no ill will to anyone. Completely. But he has said that he learned to ask people,
1: what did you hear? Not was my speaking good? Yeah, he he didn't he didn't realize that uh, he had to be responsible with his voice for a long time, mm-hmm. and he thought that he could just have he was making videos and having fun with it and making jokes and and uh, it didn't take himself or his opinion seriously when when people do take his opinion seriously very, and so, and so that that entire interview that you're talking about was um, Lisa Safar having like a very raw, very emotionally charged. But respectful conversation about how uh, a company that she formed called Elixir Specialty Coffee yeah, uh, put out their product and mm-hmm. he got his hands on it pretty early and did a review of it mm-hmm. at basically for fun being like, I'm James Hoffman. I like coffee things. I make coffee videos, so I'm going to make this coffee video about elixir yep and he says some nice things about it but he says some not nice things about it and yep. kind of brushes it off as like a gimmick and yeah. it basically yeah, yeah, yeah. tanked the whole company yeah. and they weren't able to really gain any traction because people were like oh we heard that james hoffman didn't like this so we're probably not gonna buy it and so she is very mm-hmm. raw very emotionally like charged but in again like i said respectfully saying like you you didn't realize the power that you had. Yeah. And you, like you irresponsibly wielded that power. Yeah. And the result of it, was you made money off of my failure.
0: Well, the direct, yeah, the direct line that she used and you can hear her like, even in her voice, like I recommend anybody listens to this podcast. If you're like, if you want to see the kind of effect that, you know, just base level speaking influence can have on people in the internet age, like listen to this conversation between the two of them because it's not hostile, but she says you are directly profiting off of my pain. and that was like when she said that to him and you can hear like the um you can hear the the meaning in their voices they they take their time talking about this very sensitive topic that they have talked about before even doing this podcast it's not like she brought him on and baited him to talk about
1: this, you know, like, no, yeah, right. They had like, already had this conversation, and they yeah. agreed to have it publicly, publicly to set an example, because yeah. we don't have those types of conversations very much, or at yeah. least we're not very good at it. Well, and a follow up to that
0: is Elixir is pulling out of the U.S. Oh,
1: like the whole the entire U.S. market. They're pulling out of the
0: U.S. market. They're going back to Australia. That's like brand new news. Like that's uh, that's newer than that podcast, at least. And
1: so that that is a result of their. Yeah, you know, of financial troubles. Well, it's a
0: result of a you know a chain of events. I couldn't speculate on exactly what it was, but I would definitely say that that moment and the aftermath of James Hoffman's review had that much of an impact on it over this amount of time. Because even if it's not the direct cause, it's a factor carrying forward. And even you know they talk about it, like even James Hoffman, like he doesn't really read the comments on. YouTube like because people will just go on and they, they make fun of his voice like and his hair and his yeah I mean. and I mean like they'll take the things that you are as a person in comment sections and just tear them down and like and that once again that's that's the irresponsible wielding of a voice and yeah, yeah. and I'm so to to go back to where we started I don't want to say that Joe Rogan wields his voice irresponsibly I will say that sometimes, especially with something that he feels he has the ultimate perspective on, whether or not he is regarded as an expert in that field, he toes the line of an ideologue.
1: He does. Yeah. He yeah. toes the line real well. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's the biggest that's the biggest argument um, against. Well, I, I wouldn't say even say it's
0: against him. him. I would just say like that would be that's, that's my grain. Criti- of, that's my big grain of salt going
1: into listening to anything he it's says. A, it's a big criticism of yeah. his. Yeah, and, and it's and it's been on both sides. He um, he doesn't push back on ideas and and um, like more extreme versions of yeah. of, of an uh, of a. I don't know. I, well, I'm getting I'm getting trapped in a word, but he so has an audience, right? He has a massive audience and he just signed his... a multi-million dollar deal with Spotify yeah. to go exclusive with them.
0: And that's that's his audience, man. I mean that's that's who he speaks to. Like that those people who are avid listeners of Joe Rogan, that is his audience. There there's still a whole other like, you know, <laughs> the rest of the world that wants different information. Like yeah. and for me. I don't want to talk about Joe Rogan too much, but like there's also there's like a group of people that surround him that are kind of like people that I don't necessarily know if I would want to identify with anyway. Like I I, I find them all entertaining. Sure. Right. Just like Kanye. I find them all entertaining. But I like I don't I didn't even know that Kanye announced that he was going to be president in 2015. Yeah. Like yeah, I don't like, know these things. Like
1: let's like let's put it this way. Are these. These people you're talking about would you would you want those people answering your your phone for you like if your phone was ringing and those people were there to grab the phone would you want them answering your phone that absolutely like, not yeah it's like if no. Kanye West answered your phone you didn't know who was calling anybody could be calling and Kanye answers the phone for you uh huh are you no. are you scared let me, let
0: me put this let me put this in the in the terms that you would best understand twenty two year old Kevin. Would totally want those people answering the phone for him. I would love it. I would (laughs) relish it. I would be infinitely entertained, not even thinking about me at 33. 33 33-year-old Kevin? The the guy who just, you know, admitted that his hairline was finally receded enough and his hair was thin enough that he would just shave his head for the rest of his life. I never thought that your hair was thin. It's I, it well, it's I, I think you it's were, one of those things that people notice. Like, well, like who no, no 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 that people notice about themselves, themselves. rather than other people noticing right. it. And it bothered me enough that I was just like, I'm
1: shaving my head. I'm All right, dumb. well that that's a perfect that's a perfect point that the way that you said that was was very healthy. And it was very forward. You weren't worried about what other people thought. You saw something that yeah, no. was bothering you, and you're like, "Ah, oh, yeah, I'm gonna yeah, do it. I'm switching it." You and I, you and I both, uh, right? I I shaved yeah. my head middle of quarantine, basically yep. in like March or April, and I haven't really gone back to leaving it longer. Yeah, not even longer, but just you know, kind of a normal hairstyle. Yeah. I, I have it now, pretty much buzz cut all the time.
0: Dude, I looked at the men in my family when I was at like 27, 28. Remember when I grew my hair out super long? I, I yep. looked at the men in my family at that time and was like, cool, I've got... like My joke, like, my running joke was, I've, I've got 10 years left of good hair.
1: You might as well use it. I might, happen.
0: yeah. And so I grew it out a couple times over the past, like, half decade. Oh, yeah. And then was like, I find like, finally this past week, I was just like, this is... Like, I... I with, thing, with certain things as human beings, like, even though we hold ourselves to these ideas of what we are and, like, these things that make us up... Um there comes a certain point where you're fighting against time like you're you're like in, yeah. in and in my mind there's there's nothing that's more of a clear indicator of fighting against time than like a hairline that has receded back with thinning hair that still is like resistantly long and like i don't think that's like if that's your thing like do you thing. i'm not gonna criticize you on that that's not for me though yeah you
1: ever see guys um and no you know <laughs> no hard feelings to these guys but like you ever see the guys who who have like the gray ponytail and their ponytail is covering up the the top of like the crown that yeah. is bald? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, dude. And like once again, if that looks good on you and you think it looks good on you and you're like rocking it and other people are like, yeah, f-
1: do it, man. Like, right. More power to you. I'm not yeah, telling you not to do it. Do but it
0: up, man. But I not don't want to personally be not like for me. A, no, yeah, I'm not.
1: It's not, not my, my style.
0: I've never been one for fighting against time.
1: You yeah, know, yeah, I, I, well I eat it.
0: more veggies every year. You know, I, I do less high impact training every year. I'm gradually, I'm attempting to gracefully age, sure.
1: you know, yeah.
0: because. I learned, you know, it when I was studying physical education, which everyone thinks is a joke, but like, there's a lot of science, and if you're actually paying attention when you're in college, like, you learn a lot. Yeah, I learned in physical education. You start the aging process at like 25 for most people. Yeah, your 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 body reaches its peak for most guys. Like, there's there's this like window of peak, right? Yeah, that happens somewhere between like if you're lucky, 26 and 40, and you can still feel really healthy, and you can get yourself into better shape than you've ever been in before, but that doesn't change the fact that on a long period like on the long scale you're going to start degrading mm. over time it like it becomes harder to maintain that peak shape it becomes harder to be like that Really fit, dude, you know, and it becomes harder to hold that muscularity, things like that. And genetic, then genetics come into play, and you know, you might be able to hold it longer than people, or it might be easier longer than other people. But like ultimately, if you're looking to age gracefully, you have to kind of like accept the limitations that time brings to you. Like, what is your threshold of resistance for the human condition? It,
1: there, there's a healthy way to look at it, too. And I think that's the right way. Yeah. Um, I've, I've seen, um, Friends of mine, uh, actually, great example is our friend Tyler. One of my best friends lives right down the road from me. This this summer, um, in the middle of you know this crazy year pandemic <laughs> yeah he decided we were at home enough there was a lot less to do he was going to get in the best shape of his life and he's he shaved like 35 pounds off of him i know and, he looks great yeah and like yeah. before him like i never would have really noticed that he was out of shape i just thought he was like a normal looking guy mm-hmm. and then he got into the best shape of his life and yeah. was down like all that weight he was trim he mm-hmm. was muscular um because he stayed committed and he he you know he stayed accountable. Mm -hmm. Um, and since then he, he feels that he's kind of lost that peak a little bit and is back up a few pounds. Mm -hmm. Um, and he's kind of kicking himself for it. But what one thing that I thought was really important that I said to him was like, like you were at like, you were at like the bottom floor of your weight Mm -hmm. or like the peak of your physical fitness. Mm -hmm. Um, you can't stay there forever. No. It's very healthy to be floating like somewhere somewhere 10 or 15% below your peak fitness at all yeah. times. And then if you want to just like cuz cuz you have that aptitude now, you're up there enough that you can go, "All right, summer's come in, I'm yeah. going on a vacation, I want to cut weight, I want to get a little more muscular. I'll put a little extra effort in. It takes you 2 weeks and you're in the best shape of your life again." You yeah. know? You that's where you want to be floating. And so you can't get down on yourself for not being in peak physical, like having, like you said, you have the the obsession with a six pack, right? Ever since you were a kid. Oh, yeah. Obsession with six packs. You lose the six pack for a little bit. Maybe you kind of go like, oh, man, that sucks. But how long would it really take you to get the six pack back? Let's be real.
0: I mean, that. well, that's... Especially since
1: the six-pack gets made where?
0: It's in the kitchen. In the kitchen. You know it gets made in the kitchen. With veggies. You know I'm making great food. (laughs) You know it. Um, Dude, yeah, Tyler did a great job this year. You know who else is doing a great job? Who? My buddy Gary.
1: Is Gary doing a great job? Gary is
0: continuing to eat healthy. He is continuing to drink less. He said in the truck that I was a good influence on him. It was really, really funny. Um <laughs> and
1: like how does and, that feel for you?
0: I mean, it's gratifying, but I don't like I don't let it go to my head. I don't oh, want, yeah, I'm but. I'm not like I'm responsible for this man's health. I'm like I'm like, "Oh, that's cool. He's making good choices because he saw that I was like eating
1: correctly," you know? My interpretation of that because I I've seen myself take good cues from you too is that um you're you're not uh you're not a, you're not a drill instructor no. about these things. Yeah. You preach them. From like a positive point of view, you mm. are you are not judgmental of other people's diets for the most part, no. right? And you're also um, just very positive about how you think about eating and and, and exercise. Mm-hmm. You think of it as a, a, a gift to yourself. You're you yeah. are you know you you are planting seeds for yourself. And so it's, it seems to just be uh, a different mindset. I think like the Americanized version of like diet and exercise is, is very like toxic mm-hmm. and you're very much just like, I like to eat good foods and I like to work out cause it makes me feel good. And like, That's it. and then you're just a good influence because you're consistent. So every time mm-hmm. I see you, you're eating veggies. Every time I see you, you're like, I went for a run today. And so yep. it primes people who maybe aren't as uh, diligent to go, I got to go for a run later.
0: Yeah. you know. Well, and. I- That's one of those things, you know, easier said than done. It's easy to say you never know who's going to be positively influenced by you on any given day. It's hard to wake up and positively influence yourself, you know, and that's that's the big thing that I've had to learn to... How do I say this? I've, that's the, the biggest thing is I've had to learn to also be able to find influence outside of myself. I used to think that everything had to be self-motivated and that like if I wasn't doing it for myself, by myself, I wasn't doing it right. And this year I've had to learn. You you experienced it this week. I had to learn like when I'm exhausted, I need to tell somebody. Yeah. Right? <laughs> like, I was. I, felt, I was exhausted. I felt really. I told you guys. I was just like. Really good about that. Yeah. I, I, d- dude, you don't know this, but like, I was like, I was like having a hard time even typing that. Like, that took me that tiny paragraph that I sent you guys, like, probably, you know, 10 sentences. Yeah. Like that took me a good five minutes to type. Yeah. Normally I can, I can type paragraphs in seconds. Oh yeah. Yeah. I have no problem with words, but it's like, we give it to people. It was so emotionally hard for me to tell someone else that I was exhausted on a fucking Wednesday.
1: (laughs) Right. And I mean, yeah. So me knowing you, uh, (laughs) I saw that and number one knew that it definitely took you. It took, it took energy from you. Um, but i also knew that it was probably the tip of the iceberg for you like if you were saying that yeah there was you were probably really feeling tired like not oh, just like so oh deep. you were probably ripped have you been how's your sleep been
0: horrible the past couple of years really weeks. i've been waking up it's not that i'm not going to bed yeah, at the you, right time you're usually I've like been a waking night owl up okay yeah well i've been going to bed at like 10 right good yeah i'm getting up at like 4 30 typically so i'm trying to get to bed a little earlier Mm -hmm. but i'm getting up at 4 30 i'm going to the gym at five yep right so like and that's just to start my day responsibly so i can handle everything else by 7 p.m
1: is that carlini by the way you're going to carlini's gym or i wish oh okay
0: no i've been i've been just going to Planet fitness oh cool yeah but that's been cheap
1: and it's, it's there's everything there that you need really it's in my
0: well and no one's there at five
1: Fuck yeah, that's right. So yeah, so it's a judgment free zone. So nobody's there at five. <laughs> nobody's there at
0: five, buddy. Because yeah, <laughs> few. It, well, it's it's actually a lot of people don't know this. They judge you extra hard at five a.m. Oh, that's the give and take of Planet Fitness. Okay. It's five to seven total judgment zone. <laughs> no, just, uh, this message was not endorsed by Planet Fitness. <laughs> but,
1: we have no association with Planet Fitness. Um, and our views are our own.
0: But yeah, so like, sli- but I've been waking up and having trouble with that because i'll wake up for a while and once you've woken up and you've broken your sleep you're tired big time the next day especially if you lose a half an hour to an hour during that time which i typically do for sure yeah i always
1: i always have uh the the second day exhaustion so if i usually get eight to ten hours of sleep a night on Mm -hmm. the weekends because Mm -hmm. i need it I'm, I need more sleep and I realize that there's no reason for me to try to pretend that I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I sleep because my body needs it and then I feel great. Mm. Uh, then Sunday night comes and I prep myself. I've been, I told you I've been working on a schedule. I've been working on making sure I wind down at a certain time and I'm yeah. sometimes good about it, sometimes not, but the intention is there. Yeah. Um, but then that night, because I have to get up at about six, uh, I do end up getting less than eight, which is n- suboptimal for me. Probably better than most. Um, and then it's only downhill from there. I get less and less sleep as the week goes on. Mm. So this week was real rough for me. I had very mm. low motivation at my day job. Yep. Um, and the fact that then I had to come home and instead of I get to do my night job, coffee mm-hmm. collective, it felt more like I have to. And that drained Ooh. me more. Whereas yeah. usually I get home and I'm excited to do coffee collective stuff.
0: Yeah. Let's talk about that for a minute. Um, there are a lot of people who have started up Small businesses this year, right? I, I mean, that's true of any year. Like, that's what a general statement. um <laughs> but, but there, there are specifically uh, this year. Yeah, very often people will have their dream and they'll say, "This is my moment. I'm jumping for it. I'm going for it." I mean, you know, even like we're we just thought, we're talking about Lisa Far. Like, Elixir was her. Like, I'm going for it. I'm putting the work in. This yeah. is my dream. Um, and we've recently been talking about the management of that dream. Um, and it's the best way that I can put it like in a relative way is like I even even with sobriety, like okay. m- one of my dreams is to be sober now, like yeah. I'm going to be sober the rest of my life. Um, I've I've gotten to the point where and I, I described it like this at an AA meeting. I said, you know, uh, people people. In a they call it losing like your pink balloons or whatever, like you know, like the the celebration, like the rose tinted oh, glasses so that you're sober yeah, and you're happy about it. Yeah, yeah. And then like you you come back to reality and all of a sudden you're what you really realize is that like one of your coping mechanisms is gone. And you know, like I expressed that to you. Like I yeah. don't do that anymore. This is like on Wednesday, I was like, This is normally the time in the week where I would have a drink and I don't do that anymore. So yeah. like that was a weird thing. I call it unremarkable maintenance. Yeah. Because it's all the stuff that you have to do that no one's going to be cheering for, that no one's going to be applauding. It doesn't go up on your Instagram story like it's not the highlight reel. Yeah. It's the, like it's the it's the hamster wheel of I have a dream, but like this hamster wheel is a part of it and I have to make it move in order for the dream to continue existing, but it's and unremarkable. It's unremarkable. That's and a it great way to put It doesn't yeah, it doesn't feel remarkable. So I call it unremarkable maintenance, which is like for you know the tough times being sober i call that unremarkable maintenance like, yeah no one's gonna cheer for you for this like you're you're just but you're you still have to do it for yourself you still have to do it for your dream um and we're we, we you know there's the ups and downs like because we've had weeks where it's like Oh, everything's going great! Like we love, we love having a business together, and we get to talk to people about coffee. And oh my god, what a great week! And then we all like collapse on Sunday. We're like, oh, that was wonderful. And then there's some weeks where, we're like, guys, it's a real tough
1: week to, to have a business. And, yeah, and this was one of those weeks because I, I was, and I, I will, uh, I will associate it directly with just the fact that, you know coffee our coffee business or the concept of a coffee business is definitely a dream of mine yeah that i have to put the brakes on while i work my day job which is yeah. in uh i am blessed mm-hmm. you too i am blessed to have the job it pays better than i could ever imagine yep and it gives me all the luxuries that we have to be able to sit here um with my podcast gear and yep. and right i mean it's so it's great i can't forget that yeah but it's unremarkable maintenance. Yeah. And what happens is I come home feeling drained that I had to be at work doing my job. Mm-hmm. And then I go, instead of being like, yes, I get to go downstairs and like bag some coffee and fulfill some orders and think about what else you know we have to do for the week. I'm feeling overwhelmed by the fact that I have to also do that stuff mm-hmm. on top of my day job. Um, and then this constant fear that I'm forgetting something because we're spreading ourselves a little thin right now. Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: We are a little thin.
1: We're putting ourselves, even just coffee collective itself, we're putting, we're putting roots down in a lot of places right now. And I'm just afraid that I'm going to forget something.
0: Well, that's, you know, that's where that expression house of cards comes from. Yeah. Isn't it right? You right. know, like the more cards you add to it, the more easily it could fall in on itself. Like yeah. every, every card is a balancing act.
1: Right. Yeah. So that's why I'm excited to have a meeting uh, with you and Nick in a yeah. little while and talk about what's on the table, what's off the table, what we've accomplished, what we still need to accomplish.
0: Yeah. We've-
1: what was, was was there
0: anything you did this week that like mitigated some of that feeling? Yes. What'd you
1: do? I journaled. Oh. <gasps> You journaled for the first time in forever. Whoa, I journaled. dude! The journals right there. Actually, I know we called table. it
0: unremarkable maintenance, but I'm applauding that. Thank that's you. Awesome. Yes, I love please, that. Yeah. Please, please <laughs> applaud my unremarkable maintenance. <laughs> no, I I, no, that is actually cool because um, that's something that I think a lot of people set out to do, and you kind of lose track of it. Well, and like so, fitness, like anything else. Yeah, like you want to do it every day, but do you I really also worked time? out,
1: <laughs> and I didn't work out enough this week that okay. I'd like to. Right, I, I, okay, but the because it's uh, it's a it's a ebb and a flow. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that I'm thinking about it and making it a priority is already leagues ahead of where I was even last winter. Wow. So I'm happy about that. That's great. But what happened, this was probably also Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was Wednesday night. Cause I remember you sending the text that you were exhausted and I was feeling the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think you sent a text this at, like around
0: the same time and my imposter syndrome kicked in. And I'm like, well, Matt's probably more exhausted than you are. So you no. don't even have a right to talk about this. Definitely but, not. All right, but go on. Because it's all so relative wen- too. So, yeah, so Wednesday night.
1: <laughs> Wednesday night. And so I did do one thing uh, that you're no longer allowed to do, which was I went over to... And it's not you're no longer allowed to. You're no, not, no, no, no. I can't do it. Like, yeah, but there's like got to be a better way to say it.
0: No, I just... No, no, no. no. The This is the best way I can say it. I cannot have a healthy relationship with alcohol. I okay. can't. So you're do it. unable to drink. So I say I can't
1: do it. No, nah, okay. Yes. So you can't drink. No. I have a healthy relationship with alcohol though I'm still very broken and we can have a different ooh, conversation ooh, about this. ooh, yeah. let me let
0: me adjust that. Let me add to that and Please. make it like the
1: most appropriate version. Please.
0: I can't drink and I make the healthy choice so I do not drink. Love that.
1: There we go. There it is. I knew there was a better way of saying yep. it. Um I <sighs> I'll, we could get into drinking on another episode. I I have a healthy relationship with alcohol. I can drink, but I still feel kind of stupid about it. it. Yeah, I feel like it's stupid, and we don't need it, and and it's just a waste of time and energy and calories and and health. But anyways, I went over to Tyler's house, and we had a glass of wine. Okay, and it was a beautiful fall day, and we we're sitting on his porch, and we were just like venting to each other. That's like great. Like two bros drinking wine. Yeah, so funny. But uh, so I, I getting to be able to vent with him helped. Yeah. And then I was already in that state where I was like more vulnerable and more uh, suggestive and suggestible, Suggestable, yeah, 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 more suggestible. And I came down here. I knew I had to do some stuff for Coffee Collective, so came down here, started doing that work, um, and realized after a while that I, I had, was looking at my journal, which was sitting there, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna journal." Mm. So I journaled, and what I did, and I don't mm. I don't really have a routine, but I I definitely put something together that was really nice. Um, which was three pros, like three positive things I'm thinking about right now, three not so positive things I'm thinking about right now, and then what I'm grateful for. Yeah. And then just like whatever's on my mind. Yeah. The first negative or not so positive thing that came to my mind mind was my relationship with my brothers. Whoa. Which came out of nowhere. But it was there. But it was there. And you're
0: like, as soon as you were writing it, your brain pulled it out. It was like, hey... What about this? <laughs> and like threw
1: down and just, How do you feel about your brothers right, right. now, Matt? And, and just for clarity, like wow. I have I do have a great relationship with my brothers. Like there's no negative relationship there. It's just I want it to be stronger. Yeah, I wish it were stronger. And my brothers and I uh, my youngest brother is 8 years younger than me, so he's still like barely he's not even 21 yet. Mm. Um and Ryan, the middle child, he's closer to me in age and I and I want us to be closer. Um and so what did I do? I just called him. I oh, was great. Like, w- all right. And I called him and he picked up and we had a, like such a good conversation. It was so uplifting. He was telling me about all this good stuff that's going on in his life and how he's, you know, putting in the work and he's in a really great place. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, and he he had gotten in a fight with his girlfriend, and they almost broke up. And so he's like making good positive changes in his life. Oh, good. Uh, and they're working it out. And so it was just like a really positive relationship. And now we're gonna hang out soon. He wants to come on the podcast and talk to me, and maybe us. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out. Um, I fantasize about having like one-on-one conversations with like people that I love on this podcast. But it might not even be for like the Upstate Coffee Collective podcast. It's more like for me. Like the mics. Don't you feel? Do it anyway. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Don't you feel the the mics? There's. I don't like, have to be here for this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Don't you feel like there's something about <laughs> these mics that open people up? I think there's something about being
0: put in a setting that feels um, and not surreal, but it feels like just slightly displaced from the norm enough that you, it, like, there, there's almost. Uh, I'll I'll dig it up for you sometime. But I wrote. Uh, I wrote. In a journal of mine a long time ago, like, um, like the the fleeting hope of any written word is that it will live forever. Whoa! With the with the uh, wakeful knowledge that uh, words only travel so far, or that sound only travels so far.
1: Oof. Wow. <laughs> It's beautiful, man. Thanks, man.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I wrote that in like the first like page of a journal. That was it. Was basically like you know, you know how I am. I do this all the time. I yeah. wrote like ba- I basically like put a reminder at the beginning of the journal. You might not ever have anyone read this,
1: and then started journaling. You know, like, <laughs> like I love. Um, that's kind of like that's just a reminder. It's kind of like you know, we all die alone. You know. Yeah. Like, whoa. You know, really, yeah. Really get like real for yourself for a second and and check in with that yeah. like reality.
0: I like um, here's a good quote uh, at the end of an Every Time I Die song. Yeah, uh, Iron Coffee's got me thinking of Every Time I Die this week. Uh, Keith Buckley says, "I truly believe that I'll be remembered, and that even this sentence will be studied. Oh, will you think that I am wise because I'm aware of that, or am I just killing myself before they get to me? <laughs> like, whoa, yeah, that's a good one." Um <laughs> right, so But yeah, no, so I like I I feel like I feel like putting these mics in front of people does make them open up a little bit. Because you're you sit down with it's a different setting. Yeah. You're not sitting on the couch upstairs. Yeah. You're not at your kitchen table that you've had since you were a kid, you know, yeah. You're, yeah, you're in a different setting and it makes you think differently. It gets it gears your brain because your brain's affected by everything. Yeah, you know, it's it's all of the stimulus. It's your environmental shift that makes
1: people open up. I I'm grateful for this podcast. Even Me too man. Even if if just even if like
0: even
1: you're oh, okay even if nobody. Even if nobody were to listen, Mm. I like the idea of immortalizing our conversations and and being able to look back and listen to how I was thinking, how I was feeling about something.
0: And there's like a level of accountability to that. There is. There's like there's this like inherent accountability, like, hey. You remember you said that, and you can't go no. You can't yeah. say no. I don't remember. I said that. Like
1: you mean the the one about us getting to uh, five hundred episodes, and you giving away your social security it's 800, number. It's eight hundred. Okay, yeah, yeah. it's eight hundred. It, it's still there. We'll see if I'm there for that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've checked in. We have checked in. I feel good about that. Um, what is, uh, gosh. What's left for this? How do we round off this year in a positive way, Kevin? Not that we haven't done a great job, us personally, making this year a positive one,
2: because mm-hmm. we
1: have. We've made this 2020 has turned out to be a positive year for us. Oh, dude, totally. Well, it, <sighs> but how do we round it out? And by we, I just mean as like people, as well, humans. Like, what, what, how do we make 2020 finish the best way possibly can? One well, thing as a person, you just find what you're comfortable with for the rest of the year. Like it, we're
0: saying this, there's there are two really big weeks coming up for us who live in the Western world. I don't know what you're talking about, especially the man. U.S. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Wait,
1: two weeks? Yeah, I would oh, say like these, these next, these two, next weeks. two weeks
0: are yeah. like loaded, just with important events. Like m- there is, there are, it is momentous. The next uh, yeah, two weeks yeah. will be momentous. You're right. um, regardless of how those moments affect you, they are momentous. Actually, the next three in weeks. In nature.
1: The next three weeks, because the third week mm-hmm. is uh, a big one. That would be the uh, release of Destiny 2 Beyond Light, which I'm so stoked oh, about. Buddy. I'm yeah. taking Wednesday off after. Uh, so it comes out on a Tuesday, I think mm-hmm. like the 10th. I'm taking the 11th off. I don't
0: have that luxury,
1: but. That's okay. Yeah, I will. I'll be hopping on that weekend. I'll be there waiting for you right, this sweet. weekend. In, yeah. That weekend in orbit. Going shooting aliens. Yeah, Pew-pew. shooting aliens in orbit. <laughs> well, not in orbit, but on it's other good. planets. Going in with uh space cop. Pew pew pew. <laughs> space yes.
2: cop.
0: Cuff them. Cuff
2: them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Book them. Um, I actually had some notes for this podcast. Okay, if you want to talk about them. Yeah. Uh, I was going to talk about there have been some really cool things that have happened. Um that have allowed us to edge back into the community a little bit. Mm. Um, I I don't like the word edge to lean back into the community a Mm. little more. Um, I don't know if you saw the sunflower collection, the soap company, yes, family friends of ours. Really cool. They want to put our coffee in their soap right away. Like, yeah, we just, we had a beautiful conversation about it. And like those moments, um, I, I'm sure you've been talking to some people, but I've, I've been chatting every weekend with Mason from luminous coffee on his live roasts. Cause I just, I realized that I was like, luckily free usually on Saturday or Sunday to hop in. He does it around like 11 AM our time, Eastern time. Okay. Um, he's in Las Vegas, so I think it's 9 AM for him, um, but it's 11 a.m. our time. Right. He's turning on his roaster. He's getting going. Usually he's got like Kendrick Lamar, some dope music playing in the background. Mm-hmm. And then I just hop into live stream and chat with him. And uh, I've I've been just kind of taking it upon myself to do that. And then also this past week, uh, Attaboy Coffee popped up on my Instagram feed. I loved their story. Mm-hmm. They ha- they're very similar to us mm-hmm. as a body. Yep. And I think that like, Uh, chatting with them is going to bring some really good things. We're going to bring them on the podcast. We immediately connected. I ordered some of their coffee. We're going to be able to drink it. They're going to come on and chat with us. Like, um, another thing, Triple Coffee hit me up. I haven't heard them. They're a smaller company. They're, I don't know how new they are, but they started, um, It was on my personal account. They started like, uh, I think they were noticing like the coffee stories or maybe I hashtag something that they were into. But we've been chatting. They're like, hey, check out our Honduras. Uh, This is really cool. And so we started talking about Honduran coffee for a little bit. And I don't know everything about Honduran coffee. So I love it whenever anybody wants to talk to me about any kind of coffee because I'll go to my limit with what I do know and how far I can carry the conversation. And then I get to start asking questions, which is what we do here. So I'm really well program for asking people questions now yeah yeah. and like i get to learn more and i love that about the community like walt cafe we've had a wonderful time going there the past three weeks chatting with them we're going to be a consistent pour over in their cafe now Uh these little things are like really cool and they give us the opportunity to not only communicate and continue the conversation of coffee like we've wanted to from the beginning right but also to like to have that human part, you know,
1: and just connecting with people, yeah. you know,
0: and ha- only being an online storefront and an online source of information for the better part of 2020, yeah, right, yeah, uh, it, it's that human connection was lost a little bit, and I like that it's coming back in these little ways, even if it's through technology.
1: I've I've learned in like creating what we've created um, that re- there's no way to replace. Genuine human connection. No, and that's why you can't. I I think the function of the Upstate Coffee Collective, no matter how we grow, where we go, what we end up doing, mm-hmm. is the function of Upstate Coffee Collective is always going to be to use coffee um, a, as a as a focal point to foster genuine human connection and bring communities together, give people reasons to do something different on the weekends, meet new people. And, uh, and, and strengthen, uh, relationships.
0: Yeah. Oh, dude, totally. I, like, the one thing that I love about everything that we do, I'm speaking very personally now, you and I, right? Since 28, since late 2018,
1: right? Dude, since, since... 2011 well yeah since then too but like
0: very specifically relating to like what where we're at right now like everything that we do it's it comes from conversation it comes from the desire to have connection and to exchange information and it that's always the root yeah you know And I love that that just keeps on coming back around and it shows its head. And there's, there are times like there's hills and valleys for everything. There's, uh, there are times of unremarkable maintenance, right? There are times where we don't have as much human connection as we would want. There are times where we have too much and we don't want as much as we have on our hands. Are you
1: speaking for me right now? I'm speaking for
0: (laughs) both of us sometimes, but like, you know, yeah, (laughs) but like, Ultimately, it keeps coming back around and the gratitude that we're showing keeps coming back around and the way that we're we're, um, like you said about Tyler, like you were really you're proud of him for uh, having that dedication. Yeah, we're dedicated. Yeah. And I like I like and you're you're fucking dedicated
1: for sure. Um, Sometimes I I feel I I get uh, imposter syndrome, though. I I, I feel like when you said that, my immediate reaction was like, no, not. what are you talking about? But I guess, yeah. I mean, if I were to tally it up,
0: take the compliment, Matt.
1: It's hard. It's interesting. <laughs> I know right? it is hard. It it's is hard, hard for me to take compliments, and I don't know why. Because I, it's almost because like my cup is full, in a way. Like I don't, I don't have all, and this is a luxury. But I, I feel pretty good about what I do, and where I'm at, and yeah. I don't have a whole lot of insecurities. So, like, and you should, a, a, right? But people have a hard time with that, no matter where they are in life. Oh yeah. Um. It's yeah. It's it. This is a weird point of friction in my head that I probably need to work out with. You're conflicted. with therapy, you yeah, know, and time and 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 intention. Oh, dude, therapy. How's it been? Oh my god,
0: I I'm like, I'm becoming like um, an advocate for <laughs> like sobriety and the, therapy. Every the poster week, child for AA. Every week, just like I, dude, therapy. <sighs> If I, if, if there's anyone that I can't think of right now, like I, I don't want to just like be like saying like everybody who's ever told me to go to therapy that I didn't listen to. I'm sorry, but I'm fucking sorry. Like I definitely needed therapy from like, I'm, you know, the more that you go, the more you realize you need it or you go and you luckily don't need it. Like, I, I don't know what that's like now because I opened up, you know, you open up that door where you get that information that, Oh, I needed this for a long time. You can't unknow that. You know, so now that I know that about myself, like after I've gone through that first session, like that was the threshold, right? I I crossed over the threshold and it was like, it's that stuff that's under your nose. Like it was right in front of you the whole time. You needed therapy. You just weren't going. Yeah. You know, you just didn't think you did. Or you listened to the person who said you probably didn't, you know? and. That person might have had in their mind the correct perspective on yeah. me as a person, but like I'm, I would tell them now if I were to travel back in time and see that conversation happening, I would like push me aside and be like, "No, he definitely needs therapy. Stop this right now." I'm yeah. Like, uh
1: huh. Yeah, this I this wraps around to the same concept that I keep coming back to. I've said it multiple times, even just today, mm-hmm. that although although the the events of this of this world that took place in 2020 were were pretty grim it was yeah. a lot of people have have unfortunately died of coronavirus and yeah. a lot of people have been evicted from their homes because of because of financial crisis or wildfires or wildfires yeah. or murder hornets i yeah. i don't know but like a lot of this there was a lot of bad shit that happened this year nobody can deny that yeah. um but i truly have seen a lot of silver linings that although i have to tread carefully on it because it's not a good time. Like this was not a good time. I know what you're talking about though.
0: Yeah. You're not speaking in broad strokes. I'm not silver saying linings. like you're everybody about- who's,
1: everybody who's struggling can needs to suck it up. Cause this was great. That's not what I'm saying. No, what I'm saying is that there are silver linings here that, that we as a society got to experience what it's like to have a little bit of flexibility yeah. in our lives to yeah. s- to like work from home. Yeah. Um, a little bit of extra time at home where you didn't have the ability to escape and go on a road trip or dinner or a bar. What did you do? You sat at home and you realized stuff like, wow, maybe I do need therapy or, you know, I've always wanted to start a business or I have this hobby that I always wanted to try. I guess now is a better time than ever. Do you know our friend Kelly Murphy started streaming? She's a girl who like, she like played a little bit of call of duty with her boyfriend, Brad. Okay. uh, Who's a great guy. Yeah. Uh, she, you know, I think at first it was maybe in her eyes like a little gimmicky. She, you know, wanted to connect with him or whatever. Yeah. And but she got better at it and decided like she kind of liked it. So she started playing more. Uh-huh. Um, Coronavirus hit and she and her some of her girlfriends started streaming. She's now a Twitch affiliate. That's great. She's a Twitch affiliate streamer. I love that. She's getting paid to play Call of Duty. Yes. Is what you're saying? Yes. That's dope. And like good sure, for her. Like, not a lot, but the point like people can subscribe and pay her monthly and like tip to play her video and games yeah wow. And that would never have happened if coronavirus didn't happen yeah no fucking way yeah. I mean Upstate Coffee Collective who knows where we would have been yeah but like your therapy AA like uh, th- that oh, example dude. that's yeah is probably happening all over the place. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, and that's a th- like I, to to modify what you were saying and maybe like steer it into the direction where, you know, you can feel more comfortable saying it. When you are presented with silver linings in your own life and around you, to not see them is a disservice. Yeah. Yeah. And and you, you're doing the right thing in saying, you know what? I see the negative that's happening. I recognize it. I feel for it. Mm. I also... But but that's not going to stop me from taking the good that's coming my way as well. Yeah,
1: we're almost observing lessons. And it shouldn't. We're all we're taking lessons yeah. from the positive things that happened in a negative time, and going. That's interesting that that happened because that wouldn't have happened if this bad thing didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So, it makes you reevaluate kind of the way that we like exist as a society. And be, you know now the concept of like, wow, you know, two day weekends, you know. Science is actually telling us that like if we worked, you know, eight, eight hour days, four days a week and had three day weekends that yeah. we'd actually get equal or like greater we'd than more or equal to the amount of work we get done now. Yeah. But mental health would be better. Mm-hmm. Relationships would be better. Mm-hmm. Uh, more money would be spent on, you know, businesses. Probably we'd spend more money like going out. It's well, one yeah. more day a year that yeah. we, or a week that we go out.
0: Well, and that would be, um, (laughs) yeah, Penny. (laughs) Um, You know, like you look at the two-day weekend and the guy who invented it, uh, Ford, and how he said, "Ford." Yeah, he invented the two-day
1: weekend. The president or the no, no,
0: no, the owner of Ford, the inventor of Ford, uh, Henry Ford. Henry Ford, and he and he in, I'm gonna say, quote unquote, he invented the two day weekend right? right and his reasoning when when asked about it he actually said in a quote he said he said how are people going to spend money on my products, if I don't give them two days off. Like he basically, like he was like, the two day weekend's really for me to profit more. Right. But it's not for you guys. Like otherwise, he would have just worked people seven days a week. He sure. didn't care. Yeah. Like, yeah. So no, he only cared about making more money. And he realized if he let his factory workers go for two days a week, that they would go and spend money. And that's where our American two day weekend comes from. Yeah. That's another big, dude. Th- the, the biggest thing I've gotten in 2020 is like, I've gotten a serious lesson in American mythology, I'm calling mm. it now. Like, Like the the history that we tell ourselves that is like a certain shade of correct, but not completely correct.
1: Totally. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I've been getting a lot of that this year and it's been teaching me why some of the perspectives that I've had on how I should be leading my life and why some of the resistance I've had toward the way that people tell you should be leading your life has been there in the first place, Yeah, you know, like, and that that's helping me to correct, to make these decisions and to like change how I view things and like how I look at business marketing, you know, just day to day interaction. Like my mom and I yesterday, you know, we we went for a really nice walk. And that was it. Like there was nothing else attached to it. It wasn't like a walk to catch up. It wasn't a walk because we needed to know something about each other. Like it wasn't a date. We didn't set it up. We kind of just were like, it's nice. Let's Let's go go walk." walk. Yeah. That's it. And like, and that ended up being so much nicer than anything else. And you know, a big issue that I had coming out of like that, we've we've talked about it before, that hustle mentality is I would plan everything. Everything had a plan attached to yeah. it. Whether or not I was improvising, everything kind of had a rubric. So even my free time had like a block that yeah. it, that it existed in. And I would and tell people like, you know, hit that it. free time like that's a, I can I got to go do other things after right. that, you know. Um and, and it you're you're kind of building your own cell, you know. You're building your own little prison cell that you live inside of when you do stuff like that.
1: Not everything needs to have a purpose behind it. Oh, definitely not. Or a goal, or a, I, I'm always trying to optimize for my time too. I'm always trying to say, well. something as simple as like, hey, like I'm bringing this thing downstairs. What else needs to go downstairs? Uh, I guess I'll try to also grab this at the same time. And now I'm juggling all these things. I might knock them over. That's a great analogy for life. Yeah. Just because like you have some free time or you're doing you're going somewhere doesn't mean you need to also uh, accomplish something during that time. Yeah. That's where like texting and driving comes from. That we don't have the attention span to just like functionally drive a car in one direction. Yo, Yo what up, what Nick, up, dude? Mike's live. Come on and sit down, dude.
0: Yeah, we turned on your mic before you even got here.
1: We were like, okay. oh, he's he's gonna show up. We're gonna still be podcasting. Look how so look might good this as looks well. down here. I know, right? right? Look how good. Feel feel free. You can grab this now and like adjust it so that it's like comfortable. I'm just gonna hold just hold time time That up. nice, hold on to it, nice and nice and tight. This looks great. What's yes. going on, boys? Not too uh, much, man. We we're just catching up, and it we're chatting really... about the world, chatting about coffee a little bit. Yeah, um, we we went all over the place. Yeah, we are all. I'll over probably the place. cut the stuff about uh, Joe Rogan. Yeah, whatever.
0: I, we, that was just us chatting. Yeah, in the beginning. we were just warming ourselves up.
1: We were talking about Kanye going on Joe Rogan. Oh yeah, dude, did, did I, you watch I the whole thing? It. No,
2: I'm about halfway through.
1: I watched 40 minutes. It was like, all right, Kanye, that's enough. Like, yeah, yeah I, feel like, I
2: can take it in pieces. So
1: I, you can probably tell me then, does does Joe Rogan get to actually asking Kanye any questions? Because he kind of just starts off the, the conversation by like, so you're running for president. And then Kanye just talks about how it's God's plan for him to be president for like 40 minutes.
2: Yeah, not as not so much. I knew it. at least not where I'm at. Oh, I, I, knew know. It. I oh, feel like he's just in... letting Kanye yeah. go. Yeah. It's wow. just quality.
1: It's just content for the, free. I, I don't, yeah.
2: I, someone commented this the other day on it and i feel like it's true no one really interviews kanye kanye kind of just interviews himself yeah <laughs> that's so, so true yeah
0: <laughs> um was it like the thing that kanye is let's break down the language here real quick because now that you've said it uh, a couple times it really clicked for me okay um Kanye says that it's God's plan for him to be leader of the free world. That's correct. I believe there was an outdated political system that we reference in history books that is a ruler saying that they were uh divinely ordained yeah, by God. What's the name uh, of that ruler? Divine providence, right? No, that I mean that's
1: Divine that, that was providence a whole system. Right, yeah, that yeah. was it was the, it was literally some what dudes the political like, God system told me that I must be president. Yeah, for, in in you know. BC
0: time, that's what like political systems were based on. was some guy would come out and like be like God said that I have to be leader and pe- like enough people believed him people that, were like <laughs> yeah, <that laughs> sounds right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you look pretty holy. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs>
2: So that's different from an absolute monarchy then. I thought that was... Oh, no. there no No, that there, it? no it, that's what came out of it. Gotcha. But the,
0: but it's the system of choosing a, no, I know, I know a ruler from divine, divine yeah. providence, I think it's called. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but, like, yeah. That, that, basically, that. the rulers were like, yeah, it's, you know, divine providence that I'm in charge of this land here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Doesn't have actual borders, but we're going to create them arbitrarily and call them this land. And God likes this land more than that land over there. What about 10 meters outside of it? I don't know. Maybe we have to conquer it now. <laughs> like... <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What do you think of the shaved head?
2: It shocked the hell out of me. I like it though. You pull it off. You nice. have a nice yeah. You got a, head. you got
1: a nice head. You got a nice round <laughs> head. See, I can't do that. I have a dent on no, d- the side
2: of my head. Dude, it's okay,
0: that. okay. <laughs> you guys are gonna love this. Thank you. First off, I thank you. I've been getting that compliment my whole life. My mom <laughs> told me when she saw the shaved head, she commented on the nice shape of the head. Yeah. She told me that my great-grandmother when I was a little baby, I love her, Marie McCarthy, like probably the relative I was closest to as a kid. Yeah. Um used to tell my mom to rotate me like a little burrito as a baby because if you let a baby lie on its back the whole time that its bones are coming together, when they're a bit like the back of your head will be flat and your head will be differently shaped because they're literally fusing when yeah. you're a baby. Yeah. And my grandmother, without being a doctor, without like having like the the actual like scientific wording to express what she was saying was like, you have to rotate him, dear. You have like that's what she would say. Oh, dear. You have to rotate him. Like It is
1: like a very round head. so Maybe there's some <laughs> credence. Sh- there. Oh,
2: like it's
0: she was on point. Yeah sphere she was on point with a lot of things she just didn't have the scientific train like i mean she was she grew up working in new york city you know as like in in the early 1900s like she remembers the titanic like that was the time that she like there's yeah there's no way she was being educated in science she just had a sense of why things happened
1: right like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah w- check these out what do you think about these we're gonna send these to subscribers oh yeah yeah, I love these. There's a little sample pack. It's like one ounce, I think. It's like 56 grams or something. That's awesome. Did I, it only so, end
0: up being that's one so ounce? I love it.
1: Well, uh, the yeah. I so is it, two it's, it's
0: ounces like, what, the weight a, of the package?
1: It's a two ounce bag that I think could probably hold two ounces of like ground coffee maybe. or Because or, that's not necessarily a bag for coffee. It could be anything. Yeah. Right? But but coffee isn't super dense all the Damn, time. I
0: knew we should have gone with the four ounce.
1: I know. Yeah, that's all right. right.
0: I didn't want to say it though and then be like, oh, what do we do with all this space?
1: Well, we could have gotten samples. That would have been like the Dude. smart thing. But I just wanted it. And <laughs>
0: Manufacturing I, <laughs> is just tough. We've had so many conversations about manufacturing. Manufacturing this past week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, look, we were talking us? with yeah, us, like in general. Like with we've talked with Mike from Iron Coffee. Like he's talking about his stickers and where he gets his bags. And yeah. you know, then we're talking uh with Matt from Touchy Coffee, and like we're talking about their sticker mule stuff that they do, and like like, you know, Yo, um, merch is merch is been, what's up, dude. Yeah, we've been talking about manufacturing, we've been talking about these different, we've been making these decisions. There's a lot of, like, limitations when it comes to getting things manufactured if you don't want to pay a ton and get them custom made. I mean, let's talk about Onyx Coffee for a second. Their new packaging, right? Like, they decided to pay more on their packaging, which is, it is amazing. It's part of the experience now when you get Mm -hmm. Onyx Coffee. And they're changing that, right, for coffee drinkers. But it also is going to cost you more. And you have to accept that you're paying for packaging.
1: You are. Yeah. yeah, they they worked that into their price for You're sure. You're
0: paying for the full experience. You're and not all of just their, paying for the coffee anymore.
1: All of their packaging is um, biodegradable and all that.
0: God damn.
1: Yeah, like the, like remember wow. when you were looking at bags you could get the um, BioTree bio tree bags? Yeah. That's what the little bags are inside the boxes and the boxes are cardboard so you can recycle those.
0: Moment of reverence for Onyx Coffee Come on now.
1: Golf clapping, golf clapping, golf clapping. I'm golf yeah. clapping that shit. Good for you. Yeah, Onix. I think they're working towards God being a B corp. I, they might even be a B corp. I'm not 100. percent Yeah, look it up.
0: But and then they're doing stuff with Benjamin. Uh, or no, Benjamin God
1: damn. Bartholomew.
0: And then they're doing stuff with Bartholomew, Bartholomew, Bartholomew Jones. Yeah,
1: yeah, they dude. did the like 1616. 1616 co- 16, 16 is that's the... what they're calling it. The,
0: the oh the, coffee bl- the roast. Yeah, yeah, it's called 1616. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: because yeah, that's it's like it, a collaboration between it's coffee a coffee black it's a collaboration i host. mean we didn't have that idea first but <laughs> we're like we're like that dad that said that he he you know uh we're
0: the we're the dad that said he wrote the songs that foreigner ended up playing you know Like it's like i wrote this song you're like you didn't write cold as ice dad <laughs> you wrote a song that was kind of like that and it was a breakup song
1: like <laughs> the dad who had the idea for like you know like F- like funky ice molds that somebody else did. He's like, "I had that idea first, you know." Did yeah, you I... execute on it, Pops, or what?
2: No.
0: <laughs> I got something to talk about. <laughs> okay, let's me. talk about
1: Boys. Uh, hold on, I got to take some... this. I got to take this funk off.
0: Oh, what? Yep. Pause.
1: The worst hey, Joe, moment. Going, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Good. Thanks for coming,
2: back That's, That must be work. I assume so. Now we're just here.
0: Who died? Oh, uh,
2: I have one. I have one. Oh,
0: uh, who died? Drum roll. Six days
2: ago. Oh, that's old news. All right. Go with it. Tony Lewis, lead vocalist and bassist of The Outfield. I don't know. It's not relevant to me. Do I? You know him. The Outfield? If it
0: was Huey Lewis, then I'd be like, (gasps) Huey Lewis. I guess his business was taken care of. Oh, man. I guess there was a lot of love lost tonight.
2: Son of a bitch. <laughs> he didn't want to lose your love tonight. Yeah, no, he died uh, like six days ago or something like that.
0: I just found that out today. Did the guy who wrote I Just Died in Your Arms Tonight die yet? Because that'll be timely.
2: <laughs> who sings
0: that? It doesn't matter when you die if you wrote that who song. Sings that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know same guy <laughs> like my there's there's a um there's an era of music that in my head is just like it's by
2: cutting crew
0: yeah see dude there there is a there's an era of music in my head that is just like gray play-doh like there it's a it's all blended together and <laughs> It didn't matter who was red, who was green, who was blue. They're all in the same mass now, and it doesn't matter. Like Your spaghetti looks gross when it comes out of the Play-Doh machine.
2: Big facts. Huh? Big facts.
0: Big facts. Big, the big biggest facts. facts. Dude, all right. Let's get this conversation going. What do you think of this? I saw it at the store the other day as I passed my phone over. Because my immediate reaction was, what the fuck?
2: Wait, is this cereal? Yes. Oh, it's cereal. Yes.
0: Um, made by Post. And not Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin'. Because they don't want you to know that they're unhealthy now. They right. rebranded as right. Dunkin'. Just yeah, right, just Dunkin'. Yeah, because donuts are associated with bad health, rightfully so. Right. But now they're just Dunkin'. They still sell but the donuts, but they're just Dunkin'. they're making cereal now, too. What? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So. So did you buy this? No, fuck no. Okay. <laughs> no. Ew. Like I've I have a feel okay, wait, the, wait. I, I I said that with revulsion, but I gotta I gotta admit, the curiosity's
2: there. I, I really wanna try it, I'm not gonna lie to you, because like it's peaking. I wanna try it, the but lucky I don't want to give them my money. And like the Cocoa Puff fan in I me. don't wanna give them my money I oh, love yeah, Reese's puffs. Yeah, no, for sure. Dude, and, I had And you know this is gonna like probably be banging. <sighs> I don't want it to be. i'm not gonna if someone wants to buy it for us and ship it to us what's they can. next starbucks cereal
0: don't give them the idea uh, they already probably have it i guarantee here's here's what it is so i'm walking through the store mm-hmm. i'm grabbing my groceries you know what i'm grabbing I, I i'm almost never in the aisles right yeah i go I got my produce. I'm making my rounds. I got my cashew yogurt. I've got, you know, I got all my dumb health food stuff that whoever like doesn't eat as healthy as I do is gonna make fun of me for because I'm eating healthy. Whatever. Um, I'm in the aisles. I'm walking down cereal. I'm tempted to buy Reese's Puffs. I'm tempted every time I'm at the store. It doesn't matter if I shopped healthy. I still thought about Reese's Puffs because that's like a nostalgic thing that I love. Mm-hmm. I walk down the cereal aisle. I'm thinking about if I want some cereal or granola because they're in the same aisle. Rightfully so and I see caramel macchiato written on the box. I didn't see the Dunkin' there at first. I saw caramel macchiato, I'm like, caramel macchiato cereal from Post?
2: No, 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 uh. let me let me ask you this. <laughs> so you know how on like the Cocoa Puffs box and like all those like crazy mm-hmm. bad for you cereals, like it'll yeah. be like turns your milk to chocolate milk or like yeah fruity gross milk or whatever. Does that box say anywhere on it that it turns your milk into coffee?
0: It doesn't say that it turns it into, but it does say made with Dunkin' coffee.
2: I hate everything. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dude, I, I have a feeling
0: I'm either going to like eat this cereal and like throw it on the floor and walk away from it, or right. I'm going to eat it and I'm going to go, God damn, you sons of bitches. Uh,
2: poor I need another box
0: well yeah probably yeah you're right why wouldn't it be both it's probably gonna be both i'm gonna be real with you all right preemptive scale one to five preemptive preemptive scale <laughs> preemptive scale <laughs> first to second crack no, no uh what how do you think good how, how good do you think this is gonna be
2: on a scale of one to five
0: one to five preemptively
2: preemptively oh, wait, i'm gonna go with a three. <laughs> i'm gonna go with a
0: solid three three
2: i, I missed what do you I think, think about I this think it would be <laughs> satisfying. you
1: did you did <laughs> so this is Duncan cereal
2: come on dude you can't tell me like that doesn't
1: actually oh, wait, look like on. it would hold be on. delicious though it's probably really good <laughs> hold on, hold how away. much sugar do you think is in that uh, though that's oh, far too buddy. much for Let's me to consume hold on. In the beginning of my day i oh wait there's more i buried
0: oh. the lead they didn't just release one Ah. Oh, <laughs> mocha latte, <laughs> mocha latte. Oh. and caramel now, macchiato cereal. Now the mocha
2: latte is definitely the one that I'm going to go with because it's going to be like straight for sure.
0: up. It's just going to be cocoa Co- puffs, cocoa
2: puffs, but with marshmallows with coffee Yeah, and yeah. Coffee. Well, well, it says flavor, made yeah.
0: with Dunkin' Coffee. Yeah, that's the thing that gets me. It says mm. me.
2: Let okay. Let's talk about so this though. So I know we just said we don't want to give them our money, but boys, I, I kind of we... the name of science.
1: <gasps> do we do it live on the air? Let's do it. Yeah,
0: uh, let's do it because we, we can, can we can have our meeting while we go to the store. We can talk to each other about business oh, we're doing stuff. this now. Yeah, let's do it right now. We'll come back. We'll eat the cereal. We'll talk about it on the podcast. Well, that's a great idea. Why don't let's eat Dunkin cereal and review it and we'll get our meeting done at the same time because, you know, we're just going to end up talking about shit anyway. So
1: let's just go to fucking Walmart right now. Well, I want to be focused about the meeting too because I feel like i got to write shit down or I'm not going to feel good about okay, it. Okay, let's
0: let's be focused on the meeting. We'll eat <laughs> cereal, cereal and during talk the meeting the
1: and then we'll eat cereal and talk about it on the podcast. Counter, counter argument, next week we do it. On next week's episode. I'm cool with setting it up for next week. I am cool with Kevin's it. excited. Kevin wants to do it right now. He does want to do
2: it right now. I feel bad.
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop a.
2: Your, your co-founder, you get more. I'm gonna, gonna drop
0: an an audible bomb right now. Oh no!
2: Oh boy! Juice bomb, please.
1: Oh, I said, please. All right, all right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, future Matt here. Uh, editing the podcast. Don't have my mic on me, so I'm talking into the MacBook. Just wanted to take a quick second and ask you to make sure you have a voting plan for this election cycle. Um, your vote is always important, but it's more important than ever. And with the voting by mail laws and early voting rules and restrictions involving COVID, uh, it's more important than ever to have a plan to execute your vote uh, on election day or if you're voting early. Um, There are resources available such as ballot ready, Um, democracy works that you you can go and get informed based on where you live and make a plan and even request an absentee ballot Uh, this is not a sponsored segment Um, i just want to see a more fair and equitable america for all of us and i'm sure you can say the same so thanks for listening enjoy the show all right so uh so it's happening are we rolling we're
0: oh, oh we're rolling we're, Dude.
1: we're rolling we're all
0: right boys all right all so, at once wait, do we we do at to time?
2: boldly go no all at once let's just go we want to break down who has what uh you okay
1: so Kev, okay. kevin's got <laughs> yeah. kevin's got the caramel macchiato oh buddy I'm, I'm dancing with the mocha latte i've got both because
2: i'm blasting you're a fucking savage you are a
0: bold man all right here we go all right cheers cheers cheers
1: it's like they missed the mark this is it's cocoa puffs
0: yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. the caramel macchiatos like
1: i'm not gonna not eat this but
2: i'm also not
0: gonna like i feel like we're so silent right now like people are like it's good i can tell um
2: I mean, If you're a fan of the 420, you're gonna love this shit, so oh,
1: for sure, bro. Of the what the 420, like just 420 or no, like weed. <laughs> if you're, yeah, if it, yes, this is, a if you're high, <laughs> this is a fantastic snack when you're stoned for sure. Yeah,
0: Dunkin' Donuts is waiting for weed to be legalized nationally so they can just like put it in their shops right next to their donuts, like what <laughs> you know, and, and now they're safe. They throw
2: weed in like a glazed donut icing or something like that. Oh, you got my attention! I'm Didn't trying. you already do that? No, <laughs> <laughs> I made matcha donuts with curb before. But,
0: uh, oh, dude, those were dope. Never Homies time. had a kitchen.
1: No wait, yeah, you you did some sort of a a weed butter or weed. It was a honey. It was honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you and I remember that was like I think the day or the time frame. Yeah, was that you and I that did that?
2: Yes, it was. You yeah, guys. You we did yeah, it together. together. It was
1: it was the honey,
0: right? Yeah, we yeah. made a bunch of like cannabis honey. Yeah, can of honey. That was really good. Mm, That was was
1: good stuff. Yeah. Damn boys. We've been through it together.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah right. Rapid fire review. Calma macchiato. It tastes like it's like over toasted. Like it kind of tastes like, you know what it tastes like? It tastes like second crack smells.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Like that's what this (laughs) cereal is. That is so oddly specific. (laughs) And I have like so many follow up questions to that that I don't really want to ask them on the air. No, Second crack crack from coffee. Oh. Yeah, second crack.
0: Second crack like Uh I'm smoking crack. Yeah, no, that's immediately where my head was. (laughs) Oh, what no. I I didn't give up booze to pick up the pipe, bro.
1: (laughs) 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 So Nick, I mean, we're all we're all learning coffee and and specialty beverages at a different rate, you know. Um like, True. like you're, you know, we're we're aware, uh, like you're very well versed on like tea processing. Right. Um, But do you. So like, do you know what what he's what he means when he says first and second crack? No, not a fucking clue. No. OK, great. So th- this is this is <laughs> no, this is a great teachable moment. So, yeah, no, when you're roasting yeah. coffee, um, what happens is as as the as the heat is applied to the bean, um, there's a certain amount of pressure and, and internal force that's happening inside of the bean as these chemical reactions are happening. Right. And at a certain temperature or a certain amount of time into the roast, we, you hear what's called first crack. And that's mm-hmm. when the beans are literally popping like popcorn, it sounds mm-hmm. like, because CO2 is releasing it, like at an incredible rate out of the bean. Right, and right. then first crack is generally a, a delimiting moment where... Um, Roasters have an idea of what's happening inside the, the coffee bean. And so um, usually like lighter roasted coffees will be pulled pretty soon after first crack. Mm-hmm. Darker roasted coffees are pulled somewhere in the ballpark of second crack.
0: Okay. Got it. Something interesting is happening. What's happening? Over here.
1: As it's like uh, getting a little as soggy. it's
0: getting soggier it's tasting more like a Frappuccino mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or like um what with is that what mm-hmm, they're called mm-hmm. the frozen ones right they're called Donuts. so I used to I just uh, dude I have a memory before <clears throat> I like knew even that I liked regular coffee I would I got like one of the frozen Dunkin Donuts drinks on a school field trip to Boston yeah and I was wired mm-hmm. that day yeah. I was like Probably like 13 or 14 years old and downed like a large one and was just like on the go all
2: day. Yeah. Yeah. So I have like a mix of the two going on over here. Yeah. What's going on with that? I gonna lie, This is pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) The more it sits in the milk, the more frappy, I guess it gets. I don't really know if as the milk, as the oat milk
0: that we got, the Oatly is absorbing the flavor. It's getting better. It is. But here's the thing, man. I don't know if I want to buy a cereal that I have to invest that kind of time into. <laughs> I'll make a Chemex over the course of three minutes and you know however many seconds, but I don't want to pour cereal to look at it, sit in the milk, or just stir it for a couple minutes before I can eat it.
1: Yeah, you know? that first bite wasn't a good bite. No, that was not a good bite. Yeah. No, it's not good by itself. And it smells weird. It does. It smells In like the box, it smells weird. It smells like... It smells thin- synthetic. Like oh, definitely 100%. synthetic. Definitely, like, burnt mm-hmm. coffee.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: All
0: right. Calories per serving. 150. Not terrible. 150. Not bad. That's not bad at Actually, all. Actually, that's really good. <laughs> Ingredients. First ingredient. Corn flour. Yeah. Sugar. Marshmallows. This this thing is. And then corn syrup. And then dextrose. And then gelatin. And then sodium. Oh. Hexametaphosphate. Yep. Wait a minute. Oh, yellow number five. Classic. Ah, classic. classic. Red 40, blue one. <laughs> like. Oh, you're
1: still in the, um, this is the I'm, marshmallows. I'm reading the, yeah. These are the ingredients for the marshmallows. Yep. Cornmeal. Be- beyond the marshmallows, we have calcium carbonate, salt, coffee concentrate. Oh, whoa. There's a coffee concentrate. Well, there's coffee
0: concentrate in this.
1: In the cereal.
0: Natural and artificial flavor, classic. Mostly artificial, I'm sure. Yep. Trisodium phosphate. Oh, yellow five again. Yellow five twice. Mm-hmm. Red 40 twice. Blue one. Oh, wait. Is that in the natural and artificial? No, no, no. No, those are by themselves. And then BH. What the? What is
1: BHT? BHT added to preserve freshness. Yeah, somebody look up BHT right, We're looking for up me.
0: BHT right now. What are we eating?
1: Vitamins and mi- minerals. Well, be like straight up antifreeze? <laughs> Probably. So
0: B- BHT in food, butylated hydroxytoline or to- toluene Sounds is safe. a chemical cousin to BHA. It is also listed and generally recognized as safe.
1: Generally, It,
0: too, is added to food as a preservative. The two compounds act synergistically and are often used together. BHT is not a listed carcinogen, but some data has been shown that <laughs> it does cause cancer in animals.
1: <laughs> Excellent. Enjoy. Dunkin'
0: Donuts. <laughs> America runs on Duncan. I my America runs on BHT. My response to that always is no, it doesn't. Barely anything runs on Duncan. You're probably breathing heavily if you're trying to run on Duncan. <laughs> <trying to> <laughs> <laughs> Yo, okay, all right, let's talk about I wanna break into something real quick because I've uh, noticed but... this a lot. Right. So I gotta drive around in, you know, the work truck. Like we um, are right. all these drive yeah. all all these different jobs. So we're driving around and like you don't I don't I might seem like I always have something to talk about, but I don't always have something to talk about. So sometimes I always envision that, that you're
1: just, not that you're constantly talking while you're in the in You would the truck. think. Yeah.
0: You would think. And there have been some funny moments where like there's just complete silence and then I just go You know, like, like, <laughs> and I just, like uh, and Gary's like gotten good at predicting when it's gonna happen too. So like I'll go to say something and be like he'll be like, oh really? like just like, he makes fun of me. But we're driving around I've realized something. There are a bunch of commercials on the radio. Like there's still apparently a lot of people who listen to radio or at I, least that's what Chad Jones. I does. disagree. That's yeah. what Chad Jones. Is. Chad Jones, thinks Chad that Jones the, says that, the radio that is not all dead. of America listens to the radio. Yeah. Still. Uh, okay. Um, so
1: <laughs> shout out Chad.
0: There are, yeah, right. Sh- uh, there are commercials that come on though and they're doing all of these advertising tricks that if you know them, like you, like remember I was saying with a vocoder, I can't unhear it now in music. Like, They're doing all these advertising tricks that if you know them, like you can't unhear them. Like they're, they're saying the company name three times in the advertisement. Some of them don't say it three times in the advertisement though. So at the end of the advertisement, you just hear like, you just hear like sushi King, sushi King, sushi King. And it's like, what? Like, no. Why did you just yell sushi King at me three times? I mean, you remembered it, didn't you? Well, I did, but I remembered it in not the way that they want people to hear it. They they want people to hear it three times and then later be like, I'm hungry. Sushi King, Sushi King, Sushi King. <laughs> like you know like they you want you it
2: in the mirror three times and he's right behind you. He'll <laughs> sushi King, sushi will King will appear. Sushi King will appear. Like <California>. but
0: like
1: <laughs>
0: what's funny though so Gary's never noticed this before. Going back to me Gary. <laughs> Gary's never noticed this before. When
1: we like have to have Gary on the podcast. So, yeah, obviously. we do.
0: <laughs> Sometimes a, an advertisement will be playing and I'll be doing this. <laughs> And he's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm seeing if they see the, 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 they say the name three times during the advertisement because I've picked up on the trend. Yeah. But I've realized that each radio station does its own ads. So whoever's writing the ad copy is obviously just someone who got like a C plus in marketing in college <laughs> and is like just like lazily writing these ads. And they're like, oh, I didn't say it three yeah, times. Oh, crazy. the end of it. Sushi King, exclamation, 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 Sushi King, exclamation, exclamation, Sushi King exclamation like you know like and i i i can't help but have this like negative reaction to it because that's like some people would hear that and i would say lesser educated people who are into the idea of building brands would hear that and go well that's brand building for you and i'm and to that i say resoundingly and you know how much i try to avoid saying stuff like this fuck you (laughs) like that is Mm -hmm. not building a brand that you know that is that is an inauthentic waste of audible space wow hot take from me today (laughs)
2: Hot take. but that's how i use that as like a new insult on people (laughs) yeah say
1: it you are an inauthentic waste of of audible audible space space.
2: (laughs) waste of audible (laughs) space nice the next time someone's like, trailing on and on and on dude, for an hour, which is probably going to be Kevin. Let's let's be uh, real. Yeah. Well,
0: this is something that I I we haven't even talked about this this week, but I wanted to talk about it with you, regardless of whether or not it was on the podcast. Was like authenticity can build a brand like people are attracted to authenticity yes but so being authentic is your best way to go right building a brand can't build authenticity it can build fake authenticity that certain people can see through and you might trick some people right? right or someone can come along and i thought about like some of the possibilities someone could come along with authenticity and apply it to the brand but it's not going to be built organically within someone who within someone or an idea or a thing that's just built up on the idea of brand building like you know like all your basic pyramid scheme shit you know none of that stuff is ever going to seem authentic to your be day-to-day process yeah right do i have an opportunity for you <laughs>
2: like <laughs> we're t- that was Matt it's the same
0: pitch from cults and pyramid schemes mm-hmm. i have a great opportunity for you to find <laughs> your purpose in life like but like <clears throat> i've been thinking about that a lot it's just like the idea of authenticity and you know there's this there's this notion that as like like right now we've had a lot of really cool things happen in the past week. Mm-hmm. But we're not trying to grab the batons like all the batons all at once with both of our hands behind us and sprint forward.
1: Well, I I would argue that that my first instinct is to and it's giving me it's it's giving me pause and, yeah. and making me stop and go, "Hold on a second. Okay, this isn't this is a, some, some of this is a game." Mm-hmm. Bless you. Some of this is a game, but we also have to be human beings. We can't just be robots about this. Well,
0: it's a game that's happening in your life, right? So it's not that the game is life, it's that the game is happening in your life.
1: Life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And when it comes to, like, because we're always talking about stuff like this, like us three, a lot of our conversations throughout the week are like, you know, how can we engage with people? But, like, I feel like there's meaning behind it. it. Like, we're not we're not just putting like up CC three times at the end of a newsletter. (laughs) Like we're actually like,
2: can we please do that for our next newsletter? No,
0: (laughs) No, Please. No, we're like, actually we're, we're saying we're constantly approaching what, however we want to engage with people or coffee or the coffee community or bring people to the coffee community or bring coffee community to other people. We're constantly engaging it from a new question. We're, even if we're reframing a question that we've already asked ourselves and I feel like a lot of, especially like, you know, businesses that I hear advertising for on the radio specifically is that that's the um, reference that I'm using right now. But like I I feel like I could come up with other examples, but they're I, they're they they're coming from just the point of building a brand mm-hmm. like building a brand is their personality, they're not taking their personality and doing something passionate with it. And a brand's just kind of being built out of that.
1: So it sounds like one thing that you've been struggling with is um, balancing the the act of the necessary act of building a recognizable and trustworthy brand um, and being a, a human being that that does things With authenticity, because there is this weird gray area Mm -hmm. that you you have to try and find it. Mm -hmm. Um, I agree, though. I think it's to me it's more valuable to be authentic and human because people connect with that, and your brand gets built that way. Mm -hmm. Than to try to push your brand down people's throats and pretend that you are authentic when really you're just trying to sell a product. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like, don't you think? Like Nick, when when we went downtown. Uh, and we connected with people. That's what we were doing. We mm-hmm. we didn't walk in with a suit and tie on and a business opportunity and, uh, and a, you know, a call within the next 24 hours to receive your, you know, right. your free this. It's We walked in and we were like, hey, we're new. You know, mm-hmm. this is something that we are really passionate about and we want to connect with you. Yeah. And we create just had a relationship. A conversation. That was yeah. literally it. We were just mm-hmm. creating relationships and things came out of that. Yeah. And it's kind of amazing because I almost feel like because I didn't actively pitch something, mm-hmm. like we ended up pitching a little bit yeah. when we had the, when the conversation mm-hmm. was there and they were, you know, like, like, um, uh, Catherine, Kathy, Kathy, Kathy from, um, from Walt was interested in, in talking with us and seeing what we're about. But it, then it was natural. It was organic. It was authentic. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a pitch. Right. It was a conversation. Yeah. And I think that's the best that's the best thing that we can do. Yeah,
0: and don't get me wrong. There's room in the world of business to be about the bottom line, to be about the black and the red, right? That's what it's about. That's the language of business. But the language of business is a subset of the communication and the relationship that you're establishing with someone mm-hmm. else with a business. Because no matter what it is, even if it's an idea, even if like it's Amazon, right? There's still a person, mm-hmm that has to operate and communicate between the two of you. I mean, at least for the next two years and then the synergy will happen and we'll all be, <laughs> we'll be communicating with robots for forever. But <laughs> like, who knows when that's going to, you know, like, right. That's what it's called. Synergy. What, what, what's that moment called? Oh, singularity. Singularity. Thank you. Jesus. Um, <laughs> thank you. Kurtz. Uh, But like, there's it, it's still people. Like people at some level people are still operating these things and like having that relationship is really important. And I don't think <laughs> I just saw the Duncan Fun facts on the back of this.
1: There's Duncan Fun Facts. Oh. <laughs> Let's hit get me, into this. Caramel Macchiato, pronounced macchiato, is brewed espresso, cold milk, and a swirl of caramel flavor.
2: <laughs> Wait
0: okay never mind let's not even get into the macchiato conversation like what a macchiato is versus what americans think a caramel macchiato is and like <laughs>
1: um oh apparently, apparently duncan has coffee experts experts taste 200 cups of coffee every day imagine wait, they have like what? just one expert
0: wait what duncan they make them what
1: Duncan, this is a direct quote from their box, Duncan has coffee experts taste 200 cups of coffee every day. What that says to me is that they employ probably like Q graders or some form of coffee, excuse me coffee experts that have to either maintain qualifications. I don't I don't know do you think they're necessarily tasting Duncan's coffee?
0: For like, like. QC. Well, I mean, based based on that wording, I don't think they have to. <laughs> like, right, they make exactly. them taste. They're like, here, come in, taste two hundred cups of coffee, but it doesn't have to be the crap that we're selling. Yeah. Dude, their stuff is so watered down. It everything about it's bad, wrong. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't care to say it because like, like we're punching up when we say it. Like, we're yeah. we're a bunch of little guys who mm-hmm. care more about the culture than we do about like yeah these you know, big fucking like, guys like, like we're we not competing them. with these guys we're not even in the same league like i don't i don't care to like i'll say to anybody like dunkin donuts coffee sucks like it's okay oh, yeah. if you like it and i'm glad that you like it mm-hmm. and it brings joy into your life and like whatever like you can have that opinion but it's low that's quality that's fine yeah it's it i still i think it sucks that happens to be my opinion i'm not going to sure. change yeah. on that just because someone else is like but i like it it's like all right cool yeah you can like it enjoy go like mm-hmm. I, there's a thousand other coffees out there that mm-hmm. I can enjoy
1: Um, I want to wrap this up let's wrap it up because it's late it's late we got shit to do it's Sunday Um, yeah. this I podcast is stuff to do this podcast is long I'm gonna have to cut some stuff but it's gonna be good you know mm-hmm. it's gonna be good
0: oh Nick uh, Nick told me who died
1: John have Twitter who died give me one sec Old. Tony
2: Lewis from the outfield, when They sing like
0: they wrote that song about Josie being on vacation far yeah, away. That one. Oh, yeah,
2: they're they're singer. In he died.
1: Yep. He didn't want to lose her like love. Six days that night.
0: That's I, I, dude. I don't. I <laughs> don't. Oh, okay. So yeah. He's, so there you go. Now that's gonna be in Re- your head.
1: rest in peace, Johnny Lewis. Tony not uh, Tony Lewis. Tony Lewis, not Huey Tony. Lewis. Oh um, Huey
0: Lewis in the news, yeah. that would be bigger news. That would be bigger news. Whoa, well, Huey Lewis in the news. If Huey Lewis died, it would be the news. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got nothing. <laughs> Next topic. On, on that note, what's your jam? Next topic, what's your jam? Nick, you go first. Oh, fuck you. Why do I have to go first? Kev, right.
2: you go first. What's my jam? I have to think about mine for a second.
0: Oh, uh mine's pretty simple. We were just listening to her in the car. I was listening to Natalie Carr this week.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, dude. She'll be on our podcast. Uh
0: yeah, we, bit, we were hopefully? chatting with her. We're trying to set up a time. She's free on the weeknights, so she should be coming on pretty
1: soon. That'd be sick.
0: Yeah, <laughs> man. Um Matt, what's your jam?
1: Uh um this week you I'm said was... you weren't listening to music a lot. Uh no, I I've been podcasts? I've been listening to uh some more podcasts. Um, I've been listening to a podcast by Slate called "What Next TBD," or also just "What Next." They're two separate versions of the same podcast, with different hosts. Um, oh. it's it's like a uh, it's a news oriented analysis of current events and what is to become of them. Mm. Um, but if I will, I will give, uh, I will give a music. Note here, which is Ooh. uh, Machine Gun Kelly, tickets to my, downsfall. Oh, tickets to my dude. downfall. Oh, his new record is, yep. uh, is killer, I'm
0: gonna... dude. It is good, it's good. I have no reference point for Machine Gun Kelly before this year, but I, either, I listened actually. to that album and I've, it was good. The I've only thing I knew about him before this was Oh, uh, <laughs> the only thing I listened uh, like I knew about him before this
1: point was he did rap and that I didn't listen to it. That's all I knew. He did that, he did that um, diss track about Eminem. And I didn't then, even listen to it. Right, so that that kind of gave him notoriety, and Eminem responded, and people will argue that Eminem crushed him. He, he did get he did get pwned by the OG, but yeah, um, yeah, that is what it is. Did I Eminem like, crush him? Yeah, he did. Oh, I objectively think so. speaking, uh, subjectively, yeah, yes, but okay. I don't, I could, I could not say objectively.
0: Yeah, you you wouldn't be able to rate it on like a bar for bar basis. No, no, no. Oh, man,
2: sure. we got to get the experts for that. We do. <laughs> What's up? What do you got, Nick? Ah, uh, my jam. I haven't really been listening to a whole lot either myself, to be honest. What is uh, wrong? Are you guys okay? Been working a lot, man. Yeah, been working a lot. Damn, um, your jam is work. <laughs> my jam is work. Jamming on work. It, when I am throwing something on, it's usually Fleetwood Mac lately, which is just my—I mean, al- always my go-to cultural anyway. moment but right now, too. Yeah, especially they're, they're big again for some reason. Well, they I blew don't up because of that dude
0: the the longboarder dude, do you guys you guys not know
2: this? I think we're out of the Oh, loop. is he the, the cranberry the, juice drinker? Yeah, dude cranberry that juice guy. Yeah, 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 I have yeah. seen it. For like
0: he's a longboarding. There's this. There's also, dude, there's a video guy. He's longboarding down the LA freeway. It's basically a TikTok. It's like a, oh. I think it is a TikTok. Okay. Um, and he's longboarding down the freeway and like Fleetwood Mac's playing, and then like. It's just it's pretty normal in the beginning. Like he's just riding. You can like see his tattoo. He's just kind of hanging out, and then like takes a swig of his cranberry uh, Ocean Spray cranberry, right? And then like the Fleetwood Mac like song kind of like hits, and he vibes with it super hard. And he like gets down and says some of the lyrics, and it like like he lip syncs them, and it like I you know people loved it. It it's brought them vibe. joy. Yeah, that's a vibe. Probably. Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna say. Yeah. And so now other people have been like mimicking that. Like this is what t- TikTok does. Like yeah, it yeah. creates it creates virality around these things, you know, yeah. like, yeah. And then songs jump up in popularity. Yeah. And- there's a bunch of trends and stuff. That's and cool. so Fleetwood Mac had a moment. And then like, uh, there's also, there's like the twins review. Have you seen the twins? The, there are two dudes who write like hip hop and RB together. They're young. They're like high mm. school age or like early college at sure. best, but they review stuff and they'll listen to songs and they listen to like Phil Collins and Fleetwood Mac. And like, Honestly, just watching these two boys like react to classical music and like classic songs yeah. is amazing because they they get into like the beats and stuff and they're like, oh, they went hard on that. And you're like, oh,
2: damn, these guys like Fleetwood Mac. All right, mm-hmm. cool. It all comes back around, I think. But yeah, so they're having a moment. I'm going to love hearing someone say that like Fleetwood Mac goes hard over a beat. That <laughs> <Yeah, I'm awesome. laughs> yeah, fucks me up. That's yeah, right. dude, what's in your mug?
0: What did we have today? Uh, today? What
1: did we have today? That was good. Yeah. Uh, so this is uh, this is a shout out to to two different coffee companies. Uh, one would be Onyx Coffee yep. Lab. Um, we're drinking their Las Lajas, mm-hmm. in Costa Rica, mm-hmm. uh, or Honduras, Costa Rica, no? Costa
0: Rican Las, Las Lajas. Lajas. Yeah.
1: The the reason I second guess that was because we talked about Costa Rica today at brunch and so I didn't know if that was just like oh. an earworm. Um, so it's a Las Lajas natural process. Yeah, um, Onyx did it really really well Yeah, uh, and the reason that I bought it in the first place was I was, I was like oh, I need a new coffee you know let's see what Onyx has and I recognized it because uh, Constellation Coffee Roasters, our boy Marco Matico, mm-hmm. is uh, currently offering a, a black honey version of the Las Lajas. Mm. Oh mm. snap! So when I when I found it, uh, I took a screenshot and was like, "Yo, we should cup your coffee and this coffee side by side and like get a nice like a cool comparison." He's I like, talked with Mark
0: this week. Yes, yeah. we
1: need to do it, and we haven't done it yet. But it's not all gone yet.
0: So. No, we should totally go over to his house and do both
1: uh yeah yeah can we i mean even
0: if we don't like record it or whatever yeah this is Just what we hang do hang out with him yeah this
1: like, is what we do this is what we do bro <laughs> so that was what was in our mug um, nick what did, are you drinking did, this did you week? drink coffee this today or this week today actually was like the first cup of coffee i've
2: had like all week I've yeah. Been on a big tea kick like all week. Cause love I've that. Been having like weird acid refluxy issues, so I, Dude, I uh, understand. And coffee that. triggers that for me for some Me too. So, me too. Um, but today I was feeling good and got some of our all-day ADK Ooh. from our friends over at Walt Whitman Cafe. <gasps> oh, nice. So oh, you went in. That's right. Mentioned that earlier, or not on here. We did. We did. Yeah, we did. Right. yeah it was oh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. I love we are... a spot in town that I can go and have them make me our own coffee i know isn't that weird <laughs> awesome i, I love can it. go so pay weird.
0: money for my coffee yeah it's great
1: <laughs> there's a lot of <laughs> it in a bucket funny... like right over there
0: yeah that's a funny thing to do it's a funny concept um, <laughs> yeah
1: <we're... laughs> i went
0: there and got tea today actually oh nice that's oh, yeah.
1: that's even funnier yeah you went to so let me I get this threw them
0: a curveball and i got <laughs> tea
1: <laughs> you went to a coffee shop that serves the coffee that we curated and then went there and didn't ask for it and instead asked for tea yes if I'm gonna be real, when I dropped off the coffee to them the other day, I did grab tea. Good. Oh yeah, there. nothing
0: wrong. Well, they than offer that. Saratoga tea and honey yeah. tea, yeah, and
2: it's delicious. Oh, yeah. they do. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yo, I miss Haley. To be honest with you, man i I miss Haley, and I'm I mean, I miss just like the memories we had at that place, mm-hmm. um, and the vibe of that shop. And I know it's mm. changed over the years. Has it? Well, like a little bit, and just in terms of like who they staff, and and you know, kind of like what they're what their focus is for a while, they're very focused on that bar, and I know that it's still a focus because it's it's a great way for them to create g- conversations and and sell uh, tea. But it sounds like the the way that we wanted to do it, I think our vision for it was different than Haley's, which Haley owns the place, so she I'll gets to that. make the vision, right? Yeah, we had a vision that would make the bar more of a um, more of a, a a place for like regulars to come and sit down mm-hmm. and like. More mm. like a cafe, and, yeah, and they wanted to keep it more of a retail, a, retail specialty shop, yeah. yeah. So, but any, I mean, aside from that, I mean, I love the place and I love their tea, and I miss, I miss being super into tea. I was the tea guy as well. Like mm. when I first started working at Capel, mm-hmm. I was the tea guy. Now I'm the coffee guy, but mm. we're just hot beverage people, man. Yeah, as yeah. Luke Rock we're once hot, said, hot, yeah. hot beverage people. That's true.
0: I, you know, honestly, I've never had like the tea kick take over my mm. my conscious like my day to day brain waves but mm. uh i can see it happening
2: at some point. i was gonna say that's gonna hit you one of these days one of these days one of these uh, days all of a sudden
0: i'll just i'll come in and i'll be like throwing out teas that you've never heard of
1: dude you'll come in here with like a gaiwan <laughs> full of a fucking like uh taiwanese oolong you know hell yeah dude yeah dude like.
0: if if i get into tea you know i'm gonna like reverse look up some numbers in like Korea or t- like Japan you, you and just start sourcing for myself
1: <laughs> you heard you you <clears throat> excuse me um if you listen to last week's episode, you heard early on Kieran and I say, man, I, I miss having Kevin on the on the podcast because my God, uh, if you want some space filled in your podcast <laughs> you don't have a whole lot to say, just point him at some idea and just let him go. you know yeah. and that's what you do well, yeah. Mm-hmm. you will you will find out everything about that thing mm-hmm. and i love that about you mm-hmm. any R- final words we got some work to do and then we got to relax because it's sunday and we got work to yeah, go. drink, yeah drink drink yeah, some yeah. good
0: coffee this week have a good week that's it man yeah that's all I got. Be peaceful. Try to find your peace. It's dude, these next couple of weeks like
1: I think a lot a lot
0: of people are going to be emotionally and mentally exhausted um yep. from the American election, yep. from the you know the ramping up. I don't Here's the like let's finish up with this. I don't watch cable, right? A lot of Same. us don't watch cable, but a lot of the country still does. Mm. And so what happens is like we have to we have all these people who don't watch cable and aren't like like obsessively reading catered news articles and then you have to go out into the world and interact with people who are obsessively reading news articles and watching cable yeah. and have conversations that you might not be as well prepared for as they think they are and mm-hmm. i say they think they are because no matter what like i said they're reading catered news articles they're watching their news station they're getting their little tunneled perspective of whatever's going going on and they're coming into the world with that and that's what they're shooting off the hip with. They're like, oh, just see the debate last night? Pew, how pew, about pew. this about the person that I like and how about yeah, this yeah, about yeah. the candidate that I don't like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where Matt and I are just pointing guns across the table at each other. And, but like, you know, you come out and like people just hit you with that all day and then like you're tired after that. And. They are, too, whether or not they realize it. Like, you're exhausting yourself. And yeah. and this is the... Because you know, every, like, I, because it's every, the Super
1: Bowl of po- politics. Well, because every, poli- yeah. every political conversation is also inherently existential, which is exhausting. Yeah. You know, where instead of being like, oh, look, you know, the weather today is uh, kind of sunny. Isn't that nice? Or oh, it's a little rainy today. It's like this could affect the rest of the course of our lives until we die and our kids might not have a world to let li- you know oh it's like, yeah Ooh. oh yeah so
0: i mean take it that's my final words find some time
2: in the same breath Breathe, if you can if you're able to please just fucking vote yeah just, just do it just do it
1: yes just do it, just do it. Just do it. get done with vote early Just, early voting is happening in New York you can yep. you can vote at any point I think right now in your district if you open up almost any
0: app on your phone there's a little you. thing at the top there's probably a notification that you can literally click on and it'll register I oh, don't know registration's over um, but you like it's like hey did you vote <laughs> like yeah, the, 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 everywhere are, is like hey did you run are, the jewel said vote run the jewel. <laughs> <laughs> if run the jewel said vote you vote Killer Mike said run the
2: vote that's what he said this year he didn't say run the to run the vote, <laughs> so yeah, that's and, re- and and if we can leave America with like one bit of thought too, remember, presidents are temporary. Wu Tang is forever. Wu Tang forever. Wu-tang's forever! <laughs>
1: Peace.